0: If there's anything that I've learned about marketing over the last couple of years, it's that your strategy always needs to be changing and shifting with the times and with the industry. When we start talking about social media marketing, word of mouth marketing, email marketing, all the different types of marketing, we have to take a look at how these platforms that we're using and how these methods that we are leveraging have changed. And while this might seem like a really, really big undertaking, it's actually kind of exciting to imagine that there's room for growth and optimization within our yoga and our wellness business. So in this episode, as well as the next couple of episodes, I'm gonna be diving deep into Marketing 101. And this is Marketing 101 in the context of 2023 and beyond. We're going to go through examples, we're going to talk about stuff that maybe worked a couple years ago and doesn't work now, and we're going to be getting really honest with ourselves about how to move forward. Welcome to the Yoga Biz Podcast, the number one podcast for bite-sized business advice for yoga teachers. If you're just getting started building out a marketing and business plan for your yoga business, you are in the right place. Now before we get started, make sure you head down to the show notes and download my free content planning and strategy training with... A free template. And make sure you hit subscribe on wherever you're listening to this podcast so you don't miss any new episodes. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Yoga Biz podcast. I am tuning in live from my couch because I'm not really feeling great today, but I have a new wireless microphone, which makes it so that I can record from my couch. So it's kind of nice. But enough about me. I want to talk about marketing today. And if you're here and you're listening, you might just be starting to dive into marketing, which is a really exciting place to be. Or maybe you've been running your business for a while and marketing has become this thing that kind of feels like a drag, It kind of feels old and stale, and you're looking for a little bit of a refresh. But either way, I'm really glad that you found your way here. And I'm excited to talk about marketing and the very, very, very many misconceptions there are about marketing. So first and foremost, I want to make an important distinction. This is one of the first things I do with our clients inside our group coaching programs, and that is to define what content is and what marketing is. So a lot of times when we jump into business, we look around and we see what other people are posting, what other people are emailing. and We, we kind of try to just duplicate what other people are doing in the hopes that our content strategy will work in the same way that theirs will. Content, I like to think of content as as tools that maybe an artist would use. So I think of content as like paintbrushes, different types of paint, different types of markers, crayons, anything that you would use to create art. You can imagine, I'm sure. (laughs) I don't have to name a bunch of things. That's how I like to think of content. But content is meaningless by itself, right? Paint can just sit on a shelf at Michael's or wherever. You can have a jar of markers, just kind of chilling there. Our marketing is when we take those tools, which in this context is, co- is content, we take those tools and we make it into a story. A story that takes someone from being a random person out there in maybe the online world or in your local community, and taking them on a journey through our writing, through our content, through our stories to being a paying client. Marketing is so much more than a post on Instagram. So I want to make that distinction because I am as much as I wish I could just send you a list of content that you need to create to have a, a thriving business. I can't do that because marketing is very, very personal. And what I try to do with this podcast is give you as many prompts and tools that I can possibly give you to create a journey that you want to take your students on. I don't know if you've ever gotten an ad like Facebook or Instagram. These make me cringe when I get an ad for like 100 email templates to make 50K in one month. (laughs) I don't know why Instagram targets me with these kinds of ads. But I look at those and I'm like, how could someone else give me the words and the images and the content that I need to take my clients on such a specific journey that I'm taking them on? Because our marketing journey is very specific to who we're trying to serve, what we're trying to offer them. And it's not something that someone else can hand you. And that's actually a really good thing. As much as it might be nice for someone else to like hand you the keys to the kingdom, that's really not what building a business is about. I like to think of entrepreneurship as opening up like a restaurant, a little small, you know, woman-owned restaurant. I wouldn't just go to like Domino's and ask them for their recipes, for their marketing materials, for, I wouldn't look around and look at their decorations, the way that they structure their restaurant, because I might as well just open up a Domino's. I might as well just franchise and open up a Domino's. What I would want is to create my own recipes, bring experts in to help me with my branding, with my interior design, with the way that I make the food, serve the food, the experience that I'm giving the customer. But ultimately what we're doing, even though it's online, is the same exact thing. We are creating a unique experience and as much as that might feel like a lot of pressure, it really is a beautiful thing. Imagine if you opened up a restaurant and you got to decide like what's on the menu, how you decorate the walls, how many tables there are, what time you're open, what time you're closed, you got to hire a staff that you love. That's essentially what we're doing. So I want to talk about some of the tools that we use in our yoga business to help take people on that journey, right? From random people out there in the world to paying clients. Now, the first thing I have to touch on is social media. Social media has changed and there's been ups and downs and lefts and rights, and there's so much that we can't control on social media. But social media is a great tool that we can use to organically reach people. But we have to understand what we are doing on these platforms. So in the next podcast episode, I'm gonna go through a case study because I opened up an Instagram account, brand new, fresh Instagram account back in August. And I have grown it to, as of the recording of this podcast, almost 10,000 followers. We're at about 9,200 followers using completely different methods that I would have talked about a year ago. But that's because social media has changed. So by opening up this Instagram account, basically I did an experiment on what are the strategies that are working for growing an audience and are there still ways to grow organically? I have since found that there definitely are. So we're going to walk through that example in a future podcast episode. But what I want to leave you with today in terms of social media is thinking of social media as the introduction, the inspiration that you're going to offer to people that you eventually want to work with. Social media is no longer a place where people really go to learn new things and fill their mind with like new information. Maybe six months, 12 months, 18 months ago, people were going on to say Instagram or Facebook. And doing live yoga. That's not really the case anymore. People have grown used to small little snippets of inspirational or uplifting pieces of content. And as of recording this podcast episode, that's what people are looking to consume and looking to engage with. Now, all of that is to say that just keeping up with why people are going onto these platforms, what they're expecting and rolling with that within your strategy. People don't want to be sold to on Instagram right now. That's just the reality of it, but that doesn't mean that you can't grow an audience and pull them into say an email list. We're also going to touch really, really hard on email marketing in the next couple of episodes as well. I like to think of email marketing as the place where you seal the deal. So social media is the introduction. It's like where people first see you, they see your energy, they see your quirkiness, The language that you use, it's sort of the intro to you. Email is where you're in a little bit of a more intimate environment and you can reach them more easily, right? It's more reliable and you can seal the deal on things like private clients, retreats and stuff like that. So over the next couple episodes, I'm looking at making pretty much like a series. I want this to be a series of social media marketing, how to leverage it, how to use it, how to think about it. And then how to also, in conjunction with social media, grow an email list and use an email list to actually convert people into paying clients. So that's what you can expect over the next couple episodes. And if you want to take a look at the case study, the Instagram account that I've been growing, it's called Raleigh on a budget. Raleigh underscore on underscore a underscore budget on Instagram. And this is basically just an Instagram account where I go around and I take pictures and videos of places around Raleigh. And I recommend them to people in the Raleigh area. And what I've found is that I've grown this incredibly engaged, wonderfully thriving community that now I'm learning how to leverage for my own yoga business. And it's been awesome. And this case study isn't meant for you to feel like you need to start fresh for you to open up a similar account. It's really just a case study for you to learn how you can leverage organic social media growth. If that's something that is on your list of goals. And if not, that's cool too. In the next couple episodes, we're also going to be talking about Facebook groups, how those have really changed and the function of them have really changed. And also diving into other platforms beyond Instagram and Facebook. Because what I always like to say is that we're not limited to just Facebook, Instagram, and email. There's so much more out there if you're just willing to give it a try. So I hope this episode was helpful for you. As always, lots of links down in the show notes if you're looking to dive deeper into any of this stuff. But definitely hit follow, subscribe, leave a review, and keep an eye out for more episodes coming in the next couple of weeks.